from ABC News. Trump plans to live in dramatic fashion, yet continues to stay out of sight. President Donald Trump on Monday prepared to depart the White House in Washington, on Wednesday in dramatic fashion, but in his final days, he continues to stay isolated and out of sight. He has not held any public events in six days. Although aides insist he is hard at work on behalf of the American people, publishing daily on the president's otherwise empty public schedule, that he will work from early in the morning until late in the evening and make many calls and have many meetings. The president is set to depart Washington early morning Wednesday morning ahead of President-elect Joe Biden swearing in, making him the first president in over 150 years to skip the inauguration of his successor in a ceremonial transfer of power. He will leave Washington behind in Trumpian fashion, still as president. Sar is familiar with the planning tell ABC News he wants to have a military staff signed up from Joint Base Andrews Wednesday morning, complete with a military band and a red carpet walk planned by troops as he boards Air Force One for the last time, and even possibly a flyover by Air Force fighter jets. While Trump's send-off is expected to have extra flourishes, it's not uncommon for an outgoing president to have a final departure ceremony at Joint Base Andrews. Although it usually takes place after the outgoing president has departed the inauguration ceremony for their successor, something Trump will not do. President Barack Obama delivered very remarks in a hangar at the base before walking a red carpet line with military personnel and climbing the steps up to the presidential jet for one final ride. Before Trump goes, he expected to issue pardons and commutations. Potentially more than 100, sources tell ABC News that a self-pardon is a possibility and that the president would like to do it, even though his lawyers have advice against it, warning that such a move is legally questionable. Trump has long believed he can pardon himself if he chooses and previously insisted he has the absolute right to do so. Democrats, meanwhile, have a team assembled and prepared to make their case to the president's conviction at the Senate trial as long as the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi sends over the article of impeachment. Pelosi has not said when she will transmit the article, but might do so as early as Tuesday. Maryland Democrat Representative Jamie Raskin will lead the prosecution against President Trump in the Senate, so Sunday the article will be transmitted soon. A constitutional law professor, Raskin, argues that evidence of the president's role in the charge incitement of insurrection is clear and expressed confidence in the Democrats' case for conviction. This was the most serious presidential crime in the history of the United States of America, the most dangerous crime by a president ever committed against the United States, Raskin said in an interview with CNN on Sunday. Still, Democrats face a challenging task in winning a conviction against the president. While there have been three previous presidential impeachments in U.S. history, none has resulted in a conviction in the Senate. Democrats face a difficult task of achieving a two-third majority vote meaning that at least 17 Republicans would have to join with Democrats in voting against a president of their own party. So far, not a single Republican has gone on record to say they'll vote to convict Trump, though some have hinted they will consider doing so, but there are other Trump allies who have been vocal in opposing a conviction. Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton and South Carolina's Senator Lindsey Graham contend that it would be... Con- unconstitutional to convict an ex-president. 
Proceeding with the spectacle of impeachment of a former president is an unwise and it is unconstitutional. Graham wrote in a letter to Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer over the weekend. Senate attempt to disqualify a president from the future office who is no longer in office would be unconstitutional act of political vengeance, not a righteous constitutional act to protect the nation by removal of an incumbent president. The constitutionality of an impeachment trial of a former president has never before been tested. Well, there is a precedent for impeachment proceedings against other former federal officials. Graham has further admonished his Republican colleagues who dare to consider the merits of the case against the president, arguing a conviction could do irrevocable damage to the Republican Party. To my Republican colleagues in the Senate, if we embrace an unconstitutional impeachment of Donald Trump after he's out of office, he will destroy the party. Graham said in an interview on Fox Business with Maria Bartiromo, impeaching him after he leaves office is not only unconstitutional. From a Republican point of view, it would destroy our party. As of Monday morning, it was still unclear who would even represent the president in mounting a legal defense. By BBC News. Trapped Chinese miners, it sparks hopes for rescue. Twelve miners trapped underground after an explosion in a Chinese gold mine a week ago are still alive. They sent back a note saying, don't stop trying to reach us. When rescuers seeking signs of life, lower down food rations stay to our cable. A telephone connection has now been set up. The fate of another ten men missing after the blast remains unclear. Mining accidents in China are not uncommon and are often due to poorly enforced safety regulations. The 22 were trapped at the Hushan mine near Yantai in eastern Shandong province on 10th of January after an explosion damaged the exit in the communication system of the mine which was still under construction. Rescuers have spent days tapping and waiting for signs of survivors until finally they felt pulling on ropes they had lowered into the mine. According to state media, rescuers managed to make contact with some of the miners through a long, thin communication shaft they had drilled from the surface. They later sent food, medicine, paper and pencils into the hole. According to the handwritten note they retrieved back from the shaft, 12 people are alive in the middle section of the mine. There were 11, one is injured, and the status of the remaining 10 is unclear, said the note writer. In it, he asked for painkillers and to stay hope for a rescue, before ending with thanks to the rescue team. Later on Monday, Chen Fei, the deputy secretary of Shandong Xiantai Suisi, said foreign contact had also now been made with the trapped miners, who he said are currently very weak. After we opened up the third shaft, it had a really excitable effect on the people connected. They were very confident and very hopeful that they would soon be able to get out of the mine, he told a news conference. We established they needed emergency medicines and equipment. Two batches of provisions in one of medicine had been sent down the mine, which Mr. Chen said we were enough to last those trapped two days. As well as painkillers, the 12 miners have reportedly asked for anti-inflammatory drugs and medical tape for the injured. They also said there were high levels of underground water. One of the rescue workers said they were now racing to get the miners out. Next up, we'll continue to use live detectors and other equipment to contact those trapped underground. 
At the same time, we're speeding the clearing of the main shaft and drilling additional rescue holes. Chinese media report there were also several other rescue shafts being drilled in the hope the work is thought to be about 600 meters from the entrance can be evacuated. Initially, it took more than a day for the accident to be reported, meaning rescue teams lost precious time to start their attempt to reach the miners. Both the local Communist Party secretary and mayor have been sacked because of this 30-hour delay. Mining accidents in China are often linked to poorly enforced safety regulations. In December last year, 23 miners died after a carbon monoxide leak at a coal mine. In September, 16 workers were killed at another mine on the outskirts of Shanking when a conveyor belt caught fire, producing high levels of carbon monoxide. In December 2019, an explosion of a coal mine in Guizhou province, southwest China, killed at least 14 people. Presented by BBC News Mundo. Trump, ¿qué puede pasar con seis de las principales batallas legales que enfrenta el presidente de Estados Unidos? A partir del 19 de enero, cuando el Senado de Estados Unidos rellenó de sus excepciones, Donald Trump podrá ser sometido por segunda vez a un juicio político ante esa instancia. El mandatorio tendrá que enfrentar el impeachment aprobado la semana pasada por la Cámara de Representantes, que le acusa de haber incitado el asalto al Congreso realizado el 6 de enero por una multitud de sus partidarios. Trump recacha estos señalamientos y afirma que es víctima de una caza de brujas. Si resulta condenado, el procedimiento no pondrá fin a su mandato, pues este expira el 20 de enero, cuando Joe Biden tomara posesión como nuevo presidente. Las consecuencias para Trump podrían reflejarse más bien en una eventual prohibición para ejercer cargos públicos, en una pérdida de los beneficios que le corresponden como exmandatario como la pensión vitalicia. Siendo Trump un millonario, probablemente no le quite el sueño perder ese ingreso. Lo que quizás sí le pueda preocupar es la serie de juicios pendientes que deberá enfrentar una vez fuera de la Casa Blanca. Como presidente de Estados Unidos, Trump disfrutó de una protección única contra acciones legales y afrocriminales civiles. Ahora, después de perder las elecciones presidenciales de 2020, volverá a ser un ciudadano común y corriente. According to Deutsche Welle News Fucking check. Welche Mittel helfen gegen Corona? In welche Nacht? In den vergangenen Wochen machten einige Medikamente und Mittelschlagzeilen im Kampf gegen das Coronavirus. Doch nicht alle vermeintlichen Heilsbringer konnten ihr Versprechen halten, eine Auswahl im Überleg. Take 
taken from Uranus Italiano. L'aspettativa europea di so Biden ricucchiere le ferite in parte di Trump. La nuova amministrazione dovrà superare la diffidenza sviluppata dai partner europei a seguito delle guerre commerciali iniziate di Trump. C'è grande attesa a Bruxelles per l'insediamento di Joe Biden nella Casa Blanca e sul conseguente miglioramento delle relazioni economiche transatlantiche e pure dopo quattro anni di insolite guerre commerciali, l'ostilità ossessiva di Trump verso l'Europa ha lasciato il segno. Shared by D1 News Decisions do SDF não proibem a atuação do governo federal para combater a pandemia de tribunal. A Sonia do Supremo divulgou nota para rebater a informação em redes sociais. Já Bolsonaro e apoiadores também já afirmaram diversas vezes que a SDF tenha publicado medidas federais. Reported by France 24. Centrafic. Rilu le président doit dire appel à la réconciliation nationale. Dans un discours à la nation diffuse, lundi à la télévision, François Hollande doit dire déclarer tendrement à l'opposition démocratique après la validation de sa élection par le Conseil constitutionnel.